0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny. Welcome to a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome old time radio fans. I'm your host Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash survey. This episode is brought to you by the live broadcast of It's a Wonderful Life. Join us tonight starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Jimmy Stewart and Donna Reed as they reprise their roles in this radio adaptation. I'll be in the chat live with everyone, so join us, won't you? I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Mondays, we learn that crime does not pay with the shadow. This is episode number 109, originally aired on February 27th, 1938, and it's called The Plot Murder.
1: Again, Blue
2: Coal Dealers present Radio's strangest adventurer, The Shadow, mystery man who strikes terror into the very hearts of shopsters, lawbreakers, and criminals. Today, Blue Coal brings you The Shadow's latest adventure, The Plot Murder. In just a moment, The Shadow's exciting adventure will begin. Meanwhile, I have something important to tell all you homeowners. During this treacherous winter season, you can protect your family's health by burning blue coal. For blue coal's harmless blue coloring is your guarantee of clean, uniform, healthful heat all winter long. Blue coal saves you money, too, for it burns steadily, completely, down to a fine, powdery ash. So next time you're buying fuel, ask for blue coal by name. It's Pennsylvania's finest anthracite. Order a trial tongue from your nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow. An important announcement. Just before going on the air with today's Adventure of the Shadow, we received a telegram from the American Police Review, presenting the Shadow with a special award. Be sure to hear this official presentation at the close of this program. And now, Blue Coal presents The Shadow in The Plot Murder. Uh,
3: Captain Hines, read the findings of this
1: court-martial. We find the accused Lieutenant John Wilson guilty of treasonable sabotage against the government. No! In that he willfully destroyed a secret device known as the Flying Torpedo, invented by one George Arcalis... And acquired exclusively for use by the government.
3: Has the prisoner anything to say before sentence is pronounced?
1: Yes. Yes. But I... What can he say? He admits he broke the mechanism on the demonstration torpedo. Quiet, please, Professor Arkanis.
3: As the inventor, we understand your concern in this matter. But please don't interrupt. Well, Lieutenant Wilson.
1: I... I. I. I don't know, sir. I. I can hear all that's going on, but I. I went into the... It's obvious, General Levitt, that Lieutenant Wilson is not
2: mentally accountable. He was
3: sufficiently accountable to enter the testing shed by virtue of his authority as an army lieutenant and to tamper with the flying torpedo and render it useless. The very day it was to be demonstrated to the government. Read the sentence of the court. Lieutenant Wilson, this
1: court decides, subject to the approval of the president... That you will be dishonorably discharged from the service of your country and sentenced to imprisonment for the term no, of that. No,
3: no! Oh got God, he's got
1: a revolver! Don't shoot!
3: That's the man, Professor Archimedes. He's oh, wounded, yeah. Professor Archimedes. Follow, oh, doctor. Take the Wilson back it. to his cell. <laughs> <self. laughs>
2: Lamont Cranston, I tell you, John Wilson can't be guilty. He just can't.
1: Why not, Margaret? For all traitorous army officers are not unknown to history.
2: Yes, but the peculiar way John Wilson talked on the stand makes me think there's something strange about the whole thing. He acted, well, almost like a man in a trance. Lamont, just what is this flying torpedo he's supposed to have
1: tampered with? It's what its name implies, a sort of aerial torpedo filled with high explosive flying under its own power. Once it's launched into the air, instead of flying a predetermined course, its direction can be guided by radio beams from an observation plane flying high above it. I see. Imagine its tremendous effectiveness in warfare. Did the accuracy in hitting even a fast-moving target like a, a troop train or a supply ship. Sounds tremendously important. Who invented it? This man, Archelaus, who was to demonstrate it last week at the proving grounds before a large delegation in the capital. Besides the members of the war department, a great many high officials and other branches of the government were to attend the test. Well? Since your friend Wilson gained access to the laboratory and put the flying torpedo out of commission, the test has been postponed until tomorrow.
2: And who is Archelaus? Where did he come from?
1: He's a famous foreign inventor. He's got a reputation abroad.
2: Lamont, you don't suppose it's possible Arcalis has the boy under some strong mental influence? Possible. They've got Wilson temporarily in the city jail. Won't you call on him as the shadow?
1: Margot, do you honestly think that this case warrants my attention as the shadow?
2: Lamont, I don't ask many favors, but I have a feeling John Wilson is innocent.
1: All right, Margot. You're really serious. The shadow will pay a call on John Wilson in the city jail. thank you, God. This pass that General Levitt gave me. Do you take it or do I keep it? And you better keep it, sir, in case you want to use it again. Yes, yeah, that's right. You'll uh, you'll have to talk to Wilson through the bars. Uh-huh. No one's allowed in his cell. Thank you. I have no desire to go in. I already have one arm in a sling due to the young man's temper. There's only one or two questions I want to ask him, then I leave. I right, want well. well, who is it? Don't get excited, Lieutenant Wilson. I only came to tell you that you're a much better mechanic than a marksman. Your bullet only injured my arm. I'm only sorry I didn't. Didn't kill me? The only way you can break the spell I have over you, isn't it? To so kill me.
2: Will somebody kill try... him?
1: Look in my eyes. No. Look. No, I won't. John Wilson. Look in my eyes. No. Look in my eyes, Wilson. That's right. Uh Now repeat after me. I destroyed the torpedo. I destroyed the torpedo. Say it. I... I destroyed the torpedo. Sabotage. Against my country Sabotage Against My country I Am guilty I Am Guilty And that is all you remember (laughs) Are you sure that's all he remembers? Professor Arcalis Who said that? Guard You are there? a torpedo. Dangerous. I... Wilson, I, be I, quiet. Steady now. Think. Think. You can break through this spell. I I, I tried to make them understand stop. that. Stop. I, I destroyed the torpedo I command it, you to stop. John. Your friends believe in you. They're trying to help you. Wilson. What have you committed? Stop in my country. I am guilty. I am guilty. Oh, Mr. Shadow, whoever you are, you'll see. You have a powerful spell over the boy, Professor. But there is a way to break it. What way, Shadow. Help. Me. tomorrow? Yes, at three o'clock. The War Department is so convinced your invention will render any nation possessing it invincible that the high command of both the Army and Navy are to be there to witness the test. The President, too? Yes. The President and the Vice President expect to attend, together with the Secretary of War and the Secretary of the Navy. Uh, They've fallen into my trap. They'll be blown off the face of the earth just as I planned. I'll have to show you make a final inspection before the torpedo is taken out of the ground and see that the steering mechanism is set. I understand. But since I am your chief assistant, they might ask me to go along with them. No, they won't have fixed that. Their bungling army mechanics think they understand the flying torpedo perfectly. So to satisfy their pride, I've let them take complete charge of the demonstration. Good. Don't worry, Barlow. And afterwards... Afterwards, with the guiding brains of the nation wiped out at a single stroke... The country will be thrown into confusion, disorganized. So we'll have nothing to fear. I see. There are only two things that bother me slightly, though. Lieutenant Wilson for one... Wilson? Did he really discover the secret trick of the steering mechanism? Yes, he knows what we intend to do and how we intend to do it. You should have disposed
4: of him at once.
1: I thought of that. I was afraid it would arouse suspicion. I'm keeping Wilson under mental hypnotic control until it's too late for him to stop us. Would not it be better if he was dead? Perhaps. I can still visit him at the prison. And what is the other thing that bothers you, Professor? Only a shadow, Barnard. But I'm not quite sure of the extent of its power. A shadow? Don't worry. I think I can take care of it, too. Listen. What is it? I thought I had footsteps outside in the hall. Go and look. no one here. All is empty. Ah, uh, must be my nerves. I'll be glad when this is all over. Our escape is taken, Califf. Yes, the freighter will be waiting for us at South Pier. But go now, Carl. And success to you. Good night, Professor. Good night, Barlow. Oh. Uh, the Shadow. I can't put my willpower against a the shadow, then I deserve to lose. And I've never... Yet... <laughs> Good evening, Professor Arcalus. You? The shadow, you've come? Yes, Professor. Why do you hold Lieutenant Wilson in a hypnotic spell, Professor? I don't know what you're talking about. I'll never learn more from Wilson. No one can break the spell, not you, nor all your childish magic. you forget. Greater magic, Archelaus. What? Death? Death?
2: adventure will continue in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's some interesting information. Every day more and more families throughout this area are saving money on their heating and cooking bills. These families are getting better and more economical heat than ever before with blue coal. Blue coal is anthracite. It is an American product mined by the Glen Alden Coal Company who are deeply grateful for the purchases of blue coal by families throughout this area. Today, Blue Coal is the largest selling brand of home fuel in America because it is the only fuel that so satisfactorily combines all of the essentials necessary for perfect heating results. It is superior in quality, cleaner than most fuels, and economical because it burns long and steadily down to a fine powdery ash. Furthermore, there can be no substitution when ordering blue coal because it is the only solid fuel actually trademarked with a blue tint so that you can identify it at a glance. These are a few reasons why in Watertown, New York, blue coal sales this winter show a 29% increase over the same period a year ago. So take a tip from Watertown, New York, family. Order blue coal by name. You will find the name of your nearest blue coal dealer listed in the Where to Buy it section of your classified telephone directory under the name Blue Coal.
1: But I, I tell you, General Levitt, excuse me, Clanson. Go right ahead, General.
3: <clears throat> Hello. General Levitt speaking. Oh, yes. Good morning, Captain Hines. That's fine. You have the flying torpedo loaded and ready for the demonstration? Good. I'll expect a report. Sorry, I can't be with you. Goodbye. Now, Cranston, to get back to this Lieutenant Wilson.
1: I don't see what I can do. But there may be some desperate plot at the bottom of this. Wilson acts as if he had (laughs) been... put under some powerful, if not expel, he might know something about this flying torpedo that you ought to know. For heaven's
3: sake, Cranston, I haven't time to listen to any of drivel. I know you're a very agreeable young man, and you mean well, but you're letting your imagination run away with you. Now, if you don't mind, I must get ready to leave for the capital. Very
1: well. Just do me one favor, General Levitt. Might prove something to you. Oh, well, what is it? suggest to Professor Archelis that he be present with the other official visitors at the proving ground. The demonstration starts. Of course, Professor Archelis will be there. Why shouldn't he be? That's what I'd like to know. Unless I'm very much mistaken, General, Professor Arcalus has made arrangements to be far, far away from the scene of his triumph. Uh, George Cranston, I believe you know something. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Well? There are two gentlemen here to see you, sir. Professor Archalus and another man.
3: All right. Show them in.
1: General Levitt will see you, sir. Thank you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, General Levitt. That's all right. This is Mr. Cranston, Professor Arkalis, and Mr. Barlow. How do, do? How do you do? If you don't mind, Mr. Cranston, I'd like to speak to General Levitt alone. No. Oh, not at all. I'm uh, sure you have weighty matters to discuss. Good day, gentlemen. Thanks, Good
3: Cranston. Good Goodbye. Oh, orderly. Yes, General Levitt. Is my luggage ready? Yes, sir. Fine. Then take the next train. Yeah, there's one leaving in 20 minutes. Can you make it? Yes, sir, if I go now, sir. Go ahead, then. I'll close the office. I'll meet you in the capital tomorrow. Yes, sir. Well, what brings you here, Professor?
1: Very nice. Oh, uh, sit down, Mr. Barlow. Thank you, sir. Barla here has just returned from the proving ground, General. He supervised the loading of the torpedo early this morning.
3: Everything was all
1: right, I hope? Perfect. Your army mechanics seem very proud they're going to handle the torpedo by themselves. Of course, we'll be anxious to know how it comes out. Oh,
3: aren't you going to be at the demonstration, Professor O'Kell?
1: I'm afraid not, sir. Another engagement, unfortunately, prevents my attending. Oh, yes, I see. <laughs> But I can't understand how
3: anything could be more important to you than seeing your own invention demonstrated before the highest officials of our government.
1: I admit I'm terribly disappointed, General. However, I've left instructions for a telephone message to be sent to me at my hotel the minute the demonstration is over. Mm.
3: Professor, I'm not sure that this test should be made without your being there.
1: What do you mean? Suppose I order you to go. But no, that's impossible. Why impossible, Mr. Barlow? You must excuse of General Leavitt. He is a little excited. Excited? What about?
3: Look here, Professor Arcalus. Why don't you want to go to the proving ground?
1: Must I repeat my previous statement? Ah, this
3: stalling and hedging is very suspicious. Right, George, you'll go whether you want to or not. Don't touch that phone! I'll You can't give me orders in my own office.
1: Hit him too hard, Barloff. His head was bleeding. He struck the desk when he fell. Yeah, drag him in his the door. He knows something, Professor. Yes, he's poor, suspects something, but how? And we've got to act quickly. I wonder if Lieutenant Wilson has talked, but you said he's still under your hypnotic spell. Perhaps it would be better if Lieutenant Wilson died. Yes. We're going to murder no, him. No, I'll merely suggest that he kill himself. No, so, Barloff, if you'll tie up the general. Professor, look at him. What? General Levitt is dead. Well, here's General Levitt's office, Margot.
4: Oh, no
2: one seems to be here, Lamont. Well, that's odd.
1: General was here less than an hour ago. General! General Levitt! Look! Here on the corner of the desk. Blood. Word to Commissioner Weston at once. Tell him something has happened to General Levitt. Yes, anything else? Yes, tell him to send his squad of men to South Pier. I overheard Professor Arcalis and Barloff talking about meeting on a freighter there. Where are you going? I'm going to the jail. I'm going to make one more desperate attempt to get John Wilson to talk. You've got to find out what this is all about before it's too late. Me to wait here at the jail forever I kill us? No, go down to South Barloff. I want to be alone with Lieutenant Wilson. Yes. I'll follow after I've taken care of him. All right. But first, I'll collect the baggage. But you remember only this, Lieutenant Wilson. See always my eyes in front of you. Yes, you will forever do what I tell you to. Stop. Stop me alone uh, no never look Wilson see what I have a knife here take it now listen to me you are disgraced your family disgraced you have nothing more to live for say it I have nothing more to live for I I have Nothing more to live for well, than draw the knife across your wrists. It's easy. Try it. Stop, John. Don't do it. Shut up. He's him. trying to make me... Keep play. away from me, Wilson. I've got you Let by go, the way. me, hard. Wilson. Calus, did you feel the knife yourself? Yes, you've cut Back. me, you fool. Your blood is being shed, Professor. Remember what I told you? Get me out of here. Let me out. He's gone, John. Help me. Something's happened to me. I, I feel that like I can talk now. Then talk. <sighs> Tell me what you know. Archelaus' spell is weak uh, I can't see you. And I don't know who you are, but you've got to help me. I first suspected Archelaus and his crowd when, when I saw that the steering mechanism of the flying torpedo had an extra attachment. An extra attachment? Yes. You see, the flying torpedo is supposed to be steered by radio beams from an accompanying plane. But this extra attachment I'm talking about would... Would render the radio beams ineffective In other words, the rudder is set so the torpedo will fly in a complete circle And come back and strike the point from which it was sent Like a boomerang If it does that in the demonstration today It will wipe out all the important government officials Yes, that's their plan Just as I made the discovery, Arcalis came in Into the workshop I accused him and he put me under this spell I, I tried to talk, but I couldn't Never mind that torpedo if he gets there soon enough What's the idea of having us wait around here at the south pier there don't seem to be anything stirring who are the guys we're supposed to pick up uh, two birds for the name of professor archelis and barloff uh foreigners huh yeah what are gonna do, make a getaway? I don't know. Commissioner Weston just said to make sure we got him, that's all. Uh, if it had been that important, don't you think the commissioner would have come down here himself? Well, he was coming, but he got a last minute call to go over the place where they're trying out that new flying torpedo. Oh, yeah, I read about that.
4: All these inventions. What are... about it?
1: Somebody coming down the dock. Mm-hmm. Hey, you. Hey, stop where you are, I'll shoot. Uh, what's this all about? Nothing. Where are you going? That is my business. What's your name? Come on, what's your name? Are you Barloff? What is it to you? Answer me, are you Barloff? Yes. Well, that's all we wanted to know. Uh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Where are you taking
4: him? Uh, I ain't
1: done nothing uh, He's got a gun, Sergeant. Uh, I'm sorry, Sergeant. I had to do it. That's okay. It's Arcalus. will probably be along in a minute. But this boy behind those. Boxes. We don't want Arcalus yeah, to do Hey, look out. Here comes another guy down the dock. All like, right, quick. Behind this piling here. Yeah, yeah. This come one on. must be Arcalus. Yeah, I guess so. No. That's the rock, Kalis Who so are you? The police They want to ask you what... Well, you can't get me to talk You'll never make me... Look
3: out, look out, Sergeant He's got a gun there Drop that gun, You I can't Kenneth.
1: take me The police can't touch me You asked for it Oh, you nailed him, Sergeant He got two? Oh, I'm okay uh, Here comes the parogue Must have heard the shots Well, oh, they didn't have time Oh, Commissioner Weston? Yes, Sergeant See, you got our man Yep And you did? I don't think so, sir. Well, Archelaus, maybe you'll talk. I'll never talk. <laughs> Commissioner Weston. Shadow, what are you doing here? We can't waste time, Commissioner. Did you stop the test of the flying torpedo? Yes, but... It... Good. Commissioner, you've saved the lives of thousands of spectators. Say nothing of some of our highest government officials.
2: Then it was you. Yeah.
1: I know. I'm dying, Shadow. It was a plot against our national defense, wasn't it? It was. Who employed you to do it? That I won't tell you. But Lieutenant Wilson is innocent. Yes. Wilson is innocent. Commissioner, you're a witness. Lieutenant Wilson is cleared. Yes, Shadow. And what about General Levitt? Baroff killed him. Where is Barloff? We got him behind these boxes. That you know about General Levitt, Shadow. We found blood on his desk. But this time the blood is yours, Archelaus. Yes. Mine. Well, Shadow, Archelaus is dead. Yes.
2: John Buckley, Blue Cold's heating expert, with helpful heating
4: hints for you. Thank you, Ken Roberts. Good evening, friends. I've received numerous letters from homeowners asking what they can do to prevent chimney loss, wasted heat that goes up the chimney instead of through the pipes of your heating system. It is really a simple matter to prevent this, and you will save money on your fuel bills, too. The next time you refuel the fire, move the handle of the turn damper, that plate-like damper inside the smoke pipe, one-sixteenth of an inch toward the closed upright position. Then if the fire still burns too freely, close the turn damper another sixteenth of an inch. Repeat this operation until you've found the correct adjustment. Once you've found this ideal adjustment of the turn damper, Mark the position on the smoke pipe with a piece of chalk or something that can be plainly seen. Then leave the damper set at that mark. Remember, the nearer the turn damper is set to a closed position, the smaller the chimney loss, and the greater the volume of useful heat. If you follow the suggestions that I give you every Sunday on this program, they should enable you to heat your home with the utmost efficiency and economy. However, if you're experiencing trouble with your heating plant, call your nearest Blue Coal dealer and ask him to send a John Barclay trained serviceman to your home to inspect your furnace. This service is free to all Blue Coal customers. I thank you. Thank you, Mr. Barclay.
2: And here's the official telegram advising of the award the American Police Review has made to the shadow program. Quote... The American Police Review salutes the producers and sponsors of The Shadow for their contribution to the cause of better law enforcement. 13,000 police executives throughout the United States read the review. So our purpose is to help them find the best tools and methods to combat crime. The editors of the review have turned a critical ear toward the shadow program for some time and are gratified to note that your presentation of police roles truly reflects the intelligence and character of the high type of police officer now found throughout the land. We therefore take pleasure in presenting to you the American Police Review Certificate of Award for Distinguished Service to the Cause of Better Law Enforcement. Signed, J. Norville Birch, editor of the American Police Review, Chicago, Illinois. So, on behalf of Blue Coal Dealers and of all those who assist in the weekly programs of The Shadow, we tender our thanks and appreciation to editor J. Norville Birch and the American Police Review for their splendid testimonials. You have just heard a dramatized version of one of the many copyrighted stories which appear in The Shadow magazine. All the characters and all the places named are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Thank uh-huh. you. blue coal america's finest anthracite will again present another thrilling adventure of the shadow be sure to listen and be sure to burn blue coal the solid fuel for solid comfort this is the mutual broadcasting
0: system you're listening to i love old time radio with your host virtual Vinny. welcome back finally the shadow has a bit of information that he does not share with the antagonist And hypnotism is used on Wilson to keep him silent and then to get him to commit suicide, which of course he doesn't do. This is how hypnotism is often used in the plot of a story. However, in real hypnotism, subjects are not slaves to their masters, but they have absolute free will. They are not in a semi-sleep state, but are actually hyper-attentive. Just remember, a hypnotist can't get you to do anything you don't want to do. So you remember that the next time you're clucking like a chicken. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and on Stitcher. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com support the show by joining our vintage radio club at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash vintage or send a one-time donation at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support tomorrow irma spends christmas alone on my friend irma and join us next monday for more of the shadow for com, this is virtual Benny. see you tonight